Well, welcome to the latest podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. I want to say that I really enjoyed Network 21. I'm glad that you were all able to make it. I hope that most of you were. And I look forward to the next version next time, which would, of course, not be called Network 21 because it will be in 22. One of the things that came up at the meeting, somebody asked me towards the end what was going on with multifamily housing because this is something that is obviously very important to the industry and one of the, the sectors that we keep a lot of attention focused on. And lately it's been as volatile as it usually is. So the latest data from the government indicates that the housing market is really experiencing the labor shortages and the material shortages acutely. So there was a lot of distress in the home building sector in October. The number of houses that were not started jumped to a 15-year high, uh, even though the actual home building tumbled. But a lot of the activity was in the multifamily sector. Housing starts fell by point. 7 in October, but the building per multifamily is up 6.8. So what you're seeing is a lot of multifamily demand, particularly in cities that are relatively fast growing. And one of the challenges for a lot of communities is trying to figure out that balance between the single family demand and the multifamily demand. The largest share of the market is usually the single-family neighborhood, suburb-type home. But multifamily ends up being a real boon in the more concentrated urban areas, also where you have lots of employment that kind of develops in a particular area, and you've got people coming in from outside the region. There's all kinds of patterns for multifamily. You've got people that are temporarily in multifamily while they get settled, figure out if the job is permanent, and then they move on to single family. You also have a lot of people who are younger, and they are taking the multifamily outlet because they're not dealing with families yet. They're not really getting ready to settle down with children and all the rest. And then you've also got a category of the elderly that are moving into the multifamily unit because basically a single-family house is too much for them at that particular stage. The growth is right now predominantly coming from that kind of worker that's not quite sure if they're settled into an area. Maybe secondarily it's the retired category maybe third coming in with that younger person who's still looking for a place to settle. The multifamily appeal is wide. You've got a real range all the way from people that are looking for luxury, much more spacious, larger units, that kind of stuff. But then you've also got a category of people that are looking for very basic one of the big challenges during the whole COVID mess of 2020 was the number of people who were renters that were thrown out of work. You had a lot of unemployment characteristics of that that group. They're the multifamily dwellers at the lower end of the range, and they've been hit hardest by COVID. So the demand for low-wage homes are low rent homes is very high, but the people that would be doing that renting are probably in the least comfortable financial position. So 
there's been a little bit of a split. The biggest challenge with multifamily is the same as it is for single. There's not enough people to build the homes. There's not enough material. The prices are going up. The one good thing about multifamily going forward is that it doesn't really react to mortgage rates. So if you start to see mortgage rates come up, which you will next year because the interest rate at the Fed level is likely to go up, it probably will not affect multifamily very much. Rents have gone up anyway, went up fairly significantly in 2020, early 2021, but they have since stabilized. So my outlook for the sector is, is still pretty strong, um, probably stronger at least in the short term than it is for a single family. You're getting the most dense building activity in the south, the southwest. It is probably the least active in the northeast, which is, again, no big surprise. And that trend is very likely to continue into next year. It just reflects where people are moving to, and it reflects where the actual expansion is taking place. One of the more interesting latest developments in multifamily is moving it out into more rural areas, uh, partly to accommodate the expansion of activity into those sectors. The rural communities have been actively recruiting manufacturing and, and sort of industries that the cities and suburbs don't want. Their biggest concern has been housing. They're not in a position to really offer a lot of single family at this point, so you're seeing a, a real increase in the multifamily discussion. Lumber prices have finally come back down. Those went down during the end of summer, but you still have high prices for a lot of the other inputs. So at the end of the day, things are looking up for multifamily, much so, more so than with single family. And I appreciate your attention to the latest of these podcasts and apologize for my gravelly voice this time. I've been on the road for about two weeks and I'm surprised I can even talk at all at this stage. So until next week when we do another podcast, until our next webinar, and until the next time we get to see each other live, thanks for listening.